Welcome to Ari Kiev's Trading to Win, the podcast focused on helping traders to maximize their potential. Having a, a particular profit target uh, and uh, uh, what's your what's your expectation? Uh, how much profit you're going to make in a in a quarter or in a half a year or annualized? And then what work have you done to support that thesis? What's the variant perception or what's the unique non-consensus way you have of seeing the company, of seeing some transformative events that are going to unlock value? To what extent do you have a path to getting paid? And to what extent are you sizing the position commensurate with your level of conviction? There are any number of variables that you would bring into play in terms of sizing your position and making your bet. Optimism doesn't really have too much to do with it. It has to do with the quality of the work, the quality of the the differentiated view, uh, the understanding of catalysts, and then uh, getting sufficiently big that uh, if it works, uh, you're going to make X amount of dollars. So it's, it's, it's a probabilistic bet based on uh, uh, doing fairly thorough work. Uh, if, if you're just relying on your uh, optimism, uh, you're probably going to be in trouble. Being optimistic is fine, but my, my experience has been that people who are successful are really uh, digging deep and, and really understanding uh, the models and what are the, the factors in, in the earnings announcements and the product releases and the competitive landscape, which are going to give you that extra edge, uh, enabling you to make your, uh, your profit targets. I think the uh, amateur probably is a little bit more governed by his emotion. The, uh, the more experienced per, uh, uh, traders and, and, and investment managers are, are really focusing on the quality of the work. And that being said, in this kind of market where it's very volatile and where it's driven by sentiment and macro factors, the fundamentals don't seem to be working as well. So it's a lot more difficult to make money at this time. And I'm advising people to Tear down, take a little less risk, keep some powder dry, and wait until uh, there's a little bit more rationality in the market. I think what what you see is is, is individual investors uh, oftentimes chase after stocks. Uh, they they want to buy it. It goes up. Uh, they start buying it. Uh, it goes up further. Uh, they start chasing it, or they hold on to positions and uh, and they start to lose money in those positions. So they keep holding. Uh, the stock reverses and they lose all the profit that they've made. Uh, they're they're getting uh, carried away by the emotionality of the market and and uh, uh, they they really don't have a handle on on what it is they're doing. Excessive trading is not per se uh, a desirable thing. Trading is fine when you have a rationale, when you've got a catalyst, when you've got some uh, events occurring uh, that are going to. Uh, influence the stock when you know something that that other people don't yet know, but just trading to trade tends to 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 work in a counterproductive way. I recommend that people start keeping a diary of what they're feeling, what they're doing, what the reasons are for their decisions, and to develop a little more objectivity about what they're doing and recognize that uh, uh, that that this is a an activity that requires a fair amount of thought and consideration and objectivity. And, and, and the more they're sort of aware of their own impulsivity and tendency to take too much risk, 
uh, hoping to too much risk in, in order to you know make back their profit or make more profit the more they they can can approach this in a in a much more a calmer way uh, with 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 better understanding of the reasons for why they're doing what they're doing I mean it's very easy to go in and buy something and sell something and so forth and so the entry into the game is very easy but uh, most people don't make money because they really don't know what they're doing or they're they're carried away by their emotionality and and the markets are triggering off emotions all the time fear and greed and and you've really got to get a handle on that in order to be successful I, I mean one of the big lessons to learn over time is to be patient to wait until there is an opportunity uh, and recognize that most of your profits are going to be in a very small percentage of all your trades I mean while you may be right 60% of the time most of your money is made in about 3% of your trades so you want to be able to recognize when that's happening so you can get bigger and stay a little bit longer in, in, in winning trades. Ideally, you want to have an entry strategy and an exit strategy when it's getting close to the number that you were, had settled on unless something has changed and there's really justification for staying in longer, uh, you, you're well advised to, to start paring down and getting out. But what happens is uh, people say, oh my God, it's really working. And, and instead of doing more work to justify continuing to stay in, uh, they just stay in or get bigger trying to ride it out. They're, they're being carried away by their own elation and euphoria, and uh, they're likely to get into trouble at that point. You've got to decide the stock's at 10, and you think it's going to 20. Uh, when it starts getting to be 18, 19, unless something has changed, you want to start paring down and getting out and not get carried away by uh, your excitement about making money. It's not just automatically going to be a triple. This is all you know, based on the numbers and based on, on events and based on how the company's doing relative to other companies, what the earnings look like, what the guidance has been, what the market is doing, any number of variables. Let's say you say, I want to make 40% in this investment, which means 10% a quarter. If you've made 10% in a quarter in three months, maybe that's sufficient. Maybe you want to now take your money and put it into another stock that's going to go another 10% for another quarter. Or if it looks like it's going to continue and you've, doing, you're done, you've done the work, got the models, you've done the analytics, uh, you've, you've really looked closely at, uh, at the kind of data that's available, uh, you may want to stay in it. On the other hand, you may want to get out of it and, and put your money in something else. Uh, you're always ideally uh, being run or dominated or influenced by, by your pro profit target. That creates the framework for your strategy and, and, and how you would implement it. Not that you're obsessed with producing the result, but you're using that to frame how you size positions, the kind of work that you do, the kind of analytics that you're... you're you find necessary to really understand why the stock is moving the way it's moving. The amateur uh, doesn't necessarily have the resources to, uh, to do the kind of uh, research that's necessary. He doesn't have the time, he doesn't have the uh, infrastructure, he doesn't have a team of analysts, he doesn't have other people around who are you know, doing the same kind of work. But it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And you know, if you've got a full-time job, you know, which is not the market, uh, uh, you don't necessarily have the time to do the work, which, which is why you're probably limited in how many stocks you can really invest in. Even people who are really skilled professionals 
don't have an easy time of it. So I, I would say that somebody who doesn't have the, the kind of uh, infrastructure or resources to help him, uh, this game is a tough game. I mean, I went to medical school. I don't do appendectomies. So you, you kind of, over time, learn what your limitations are. And if you work with professional traders, you realize uh, uh, how, how, how much the ordinary person is handicapped. I, I, think, I think you probably have to decide what it is you really have some kind of competence in, what, what, what industry do you really understand, what companies do you know well. Uh, you probably have to have a defined universe of, of companies that you're working on so that as you do the work, you, you can keep building the models, you can be, keep building your, your, your database of information and, and, and develop some knowledge and expertise in, in a number of companies, probably a, a limited number of companies, uh, and, and, and you can probably make a decent living uh, trading in and out of, uh, of, of companies that you really understand. I think that would be the way to do it rather than to you know, just be a generalist who, who's doing banks and biotech and tech and you know, uh, insurance and, and commodities. I, I think you, you've got to narrow it down uh, to what kind of expertise you might have and the kind of thing that, that you're inclined to do. Uh, and work on that and, and recognize that you know if you have five good ideas in a year that's probably a, a pretty good number and if you really work on those then the next year uh, you, you could probably add another one or two more but you're, you're building a, a strength and knowledge uh, about the companies that you're trading so that you're familiar with them uh, and gives you a little bit more of an edge. It can also guide your reading and, and guide your your, the research process that you might engage in. So at least you know what you're doing. And then you could be spending time reading uh, books like, you know, some of the books on the psychology of trading that I've written, which, you know, give you some awareness of how your own emotionality colors the way in which you uh, invest and uh, colors the way in which you respond to the market. So you have a little more objectivity and, and are able to, to make more rational decisions. And then patience. You don't have to do it all today. You can do it over time. And you can wait until you really see the opportunity. And then you can build a network. You can, you know, join a chat room or, or build a network of friends who are interested in trading and, you know, uh, belong to some kind of stock club so, so that you're exchanging information and getting a little bit more knowledgeable and informed about the kinds of things that you could do. There's no one way of making money. Uh, everybody does it in their own unique way, and, and usually they, they are relying on what they're good at. And so the more you can identify that, uh, you know, do you like to read 10Ks and 10Qs, or uh, do you like to, you know, interact with people on the phone, do you like to network, uh, do you like to visit companies, what is it that, you, that you're, you know, given to do so that you can begin to build your your knowledge base based on what your strengths are. So it makes it a little more interesting. Dr. Ari Kiev is an internationally respected authority on the psychology of trading. You can subscribe to his bi-monthly podcast full of real-world advice on how to maximize your trading potential at www.arikiev.com.